Doggies and Ghoulies Season 3, The Ghosts That Lost Their Scar. Be warned, this story contains naughtiness, demons, giants, witches, and magical creatures, and contains peril, threat of death, and school children fainting. <laughs> This story is only for children aged 8 and up who are not easily scared. Or parents, guardians, carers, feel free to listen with your kids if you dare. Bogies and Ghoulies, Short Season 2021 The Ghost Who Lost Their Scare by Sarah Goulding 28% Scary Boo, 98% Scary, was feeling tired I'm tired As they suddenly spookily said that In the silence of the first emergency assembly of the new autumn term, three first years, all 8% scary, who had been free-floating in front of Boo, died of fright. Again, third time this week. Oh, don't worry, they were okay. Ghosts can still die, but just become more ghostly. It does them a favour, really. First years now 12% scary, dreamed of being scared so much they died again. So most of the less scary members of the school, spelt S-G-H-O-U-L, tried to hover, waft, sit or manifest near Boo in school assemblies if they could, which meant most of the school was in the top left-hand corner of the roof of the room, which made things slightly weird. Anyways, it had been a very busy day for Boo, practising their very scariest scaring at the Great British Scare School, and Boo was one of the very best. If you don't want me to scare you out of your pants, Mrs Narrator, call me properly brilliant. (laughs) As I was saying, Boo was one of the very best scarers, like properly brilliant. They were notorious for scaring teachers daily, which they loved, by appearing as a reflection in their mugs of tea putting leaky ectoplasm in their inky pens and unexpectedly jumping out of drawers when they opened them to find a new board marker because Boo had even scared all the ink out of the others they had used and that very same scared ink had splattered itself in fear around the school walls, writing ingenious things in letters sometimes ten foot high in big scary fonts, words like Boo and Rah! and scream, scream, or worse, run for your life, in brackets, because no one else will. Half of the teaching staff left on Boo's first day. They were that scary. Okay, Mrs. Not Scary, no wait tell them how scary I am. Well, I was just getting to that. They had scary ghost hair, scary ghost teeth, 
scary ghost eyes, scary bits to eat you with, even a scary ghost set of freckles that folks who saw them haunt their gaunt face swore moved to speedily spell words like boo or go away. And because I'm feeling naughty, I can get them to say, narrators are rubbish. Yeah, well scary. (laughs) Rumour had it that they were even responsible for the big, darkest, dark, 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 blackest black darker than dark itself vortex of doom that had opened up in the centre of the school. Maybe it was me. Maybe it wasn't. Was it Where the haunting and hiding classes used to be held, and they were actually quite hard to find already due to the nature of the classes, finding them being the first few lessons worth of hiding class, and how to haunt them came next. Of course, if you weren't lost already... The head teacher, 99% scary, a large, hairy, scary, 99% giant, was more than a little concerned, 99%, about this particular big, darkest, dark, 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 blackest, black, darker than dark itself vortex. I say a little bit, but in fact, nothing they did was little. Them being a rather big, hairy giant, and had called, well, shouted for an emergency assembly meeting at this loudly shouted request several school walls crumbled to dust the school dinner custard instantly evaporated through fear all the first years after this accident nine percent scary had a little accident in their uniforms and as instantly as was ghoulishly vampirically werewolfily etc etc possible so as not to get into trouble the whole school assembled well, apparated, sculpted, slithered, skidded, sword, poured and padded, to be precise, to meet quickly in the night-wooded school hall, ready to hear the head scream boomily. It has come to ask attention that some screamings have been ghouling about with vortex placement. No doubt you have noticed the big, darkest, dark, 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 blackest, black, darker than dark itself, vortex of doom, in the centre of the school where the hiding classes used to be held. Make no mistake, though we are proud of this daring do, we will get to the bottom of this. Be warned. This behavior is not acceptable. Those responsible will be found out, and heads will roll. At which point, all of the first years whispered in unison, in a rather freaky way, When I confirm who is responsible, they will be found out, hunted down, come to my office. And heads will roll. At which point, all the senior management team's heads did in fact roll off their bodies after swivelling around slowly once, then quickly three times, and one by one with a hefty bonk, rolled off onto the floor, along the stage, down the stairs, and out the small swing door in the big swing door marked Heads Only to a staff meeting, whilst the rest of the bodies pointed and posed in authoritative ways and organised the students to put the chairs away and deal with mopping up the ectoplasm issues, which had leaked onto and around the ceilings and walls due to the first-year screamdents at the school being very, very scared of the head teacher whose name was Ivor Shouty Voice, part giant, 99% scary. The head teacher bent down across half of the school 
and boomed. I wish to see Boo-Boo-Kachu in my office in five minutes, please. In total darkness, no candles allowed. The head then blinked twice, said something like, and disappeared in a swarm of bats and bees which filled the room with buzzes and flaps and a few screams as some folks got stung or guanoed on. And then the room hushed. This was scary for anyone. Head's office? In total darkness? There must be something very, very wrong. The hush had descended on the room as the last of the teacher's heads rolled out. He'd taken longer than the others as his ears were bigger and he'd got a little stuck in the swing door. Then, kind of scarily, to be honest, the whole room turned as one and looked at Boo. Demons, mummies, werewolf kids, vampire kids, even the werebunnies stopped fighting the Woolpertingers for two seconds just to turn their heads and see what Boo would do. And they were not disappointed. Boo said, (coughs) The whole lower school fainted. The room itself quivered and every creature in the room gave a tiny little throat scream. This made Boo smile, which also scared the rousing first years because hmm, teeth. Boo had too many teeth in their mouth. Too many. I mean, 25 is too many. Boo had 126. Today was going very well, Boo thought. The thought was interrupted when the unnerving yet glamorous aura of the head ghoul suddenly appeared in closer proximity than was expected and grinned. Um, you want me to float you to Head's office, Boo? Silence for a bit. The head ghoul didn't often speak to younger screamdants, so everyone wondered what exactly Boo would do and exactly what head ghoul would say. The whole school took in a collective breath of anticipation. Some breathed in too hard and started to turn funny colours or forget how to breathe out or even hyperventilate. The moment lasted about five seconds too long. At just after five seconds too long, Boo squeaked in a, to be honest, quite funny, squeaky voice. Boo had not really got this and felt rather overwhelmed by even being spoken to by the head ghoul, who was a rather unexpectedly tall and deceptively wide pale green coloured troll with a bright red demon lounging on her right shoulder and a mean-looking bright blue demon sharpening a tiny pitchfork on her left like a pair of animated evil epaulets. Boo-boo-ka-choo! Boo turned, almost in slow motion, to the squidgy, uneven, but strangely beautiful visage of the head ghoul, who had been floated up to meet Boo on the wide shoulders of some lackey zombie ghost jocks from the football team. They managed, in a standoffish, I'm pretending I got this kind of way. (laughs) I remember when I was first asked to go to the head's office, in the dark, no candles allowed. Proudest day of my life. I remember it well. My demons got a roasting, didn't you fellas? My tails never stop 
burning an eternal blue flame damnation of its own sins. I was cursed with this, this ridiculously high-pitched voice due to the shock of it. And I know it, it doesn't suit me and my kick-ass bad boy demeanor, but what's a guy to do? I just sharpen this and look mean and ready to pop an eye out at any look or comment out line and people, people just stay away. People back off. You see my sharpest sharp pitchfork here? Oh, it does look very sharp. Ah, one prick and you're, you're dead again. And again. And again. It's true. It's not what you've got, but how you've got it. Isn't it, boys? Yes, I do. We do what I'm told now, hey, goo. You know the boss, hey, goo. You certainly got it. You see? You gotta use your assets to keep on top of things, boo. Being the naughtiest ghoul in the school comes with a... a reputation. So, uh, don't let me down, boo. You go show the head what you're capable of. And one day, maybe you'll have the same respect I got, too. What have I got, boys? Dandruff! Halitosis! Respect! That's right. And don't you forget it. So, uh, good luck in there, boo. I don't need luck. I need... Courage. Um, well, here you go. Have some of mine. And the head ghoul fluttered her two long eyelashes, furrowed her bushy black but finitely sculpted black brows, and scooped a little bit of something or other from their long, spiny black hair and handed it out to Boo. Whatever it was, it kind of writhed. No thanks. No thank you. No! Thanks! You refuse some courage from the head ghoul? Why, I oughta strike you with my fiery tail! I oughta prick you with my seriously sharp, pricky pitchfork! You dare to defy me? Head ghoul? In front of the whole school? <gasps> yeah, so... And with that facetious comment, Boo shot upwards, straight through the preening prefects, ate a first year, blushed a little pinker due to the attention of the whole school still staring at them in awe, and said, What are you lot looking at? Because of this silly ghost? Probably because you have Boo! They booed very, very loudly and laughed and whooshed in twirly whirls and roundabouts and floated through a few pre-cackle witch kids, an eight-foot mummy and the whole year group of second-year snake mice apparating with a rasp through the swing door into the corridor, coating it with a splat of ectoplasm. Boo could see and hear... All right, keep it down... And here, the medical room team head-on, running feet and paw and flapping wing to the hall with scoopers and stretchers and medicines to deal with the aftermath, but didn't really give it much thought. Their mind was already taken up with thinking. Yes, Boo did a lot of thinking about other things on the way to the head's office. Uh... For the purpose of this podcast, would you mind thinking out loud, please, Boo? Might do, might not do. What's it to you? 
<laughs> to scare the head. Ah, that would be really something, right? <laughs> right. Who's that? Your conscience. Your inner voice of no rhyme or reason. The voice that, quite frankly, often convinces you to be the naughtiest ghost in the school. <laughs> no, 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 you, you don't do that. I just, I just am the naughtiest boo in the school. <laughs> don't argue with me, or you'll regret it. No, I won't. Now you're talking. <laughs> yes, I am. Now, go away. I need to think. Fine. Well, go then. Then you'll see who's in charge. Do it. Leave. I don't need you. Oh, you say that, but I don't need you either. I can be a menace without your shortcomings. I'm going to make this school the scariest place ever known. And with that, Boo felt a pop in their ears and felt a tug, a pull, and then a squeeze. And a blue Boo with a small brown suitcase squished out of their ear onto the floor and disappeared towards and through the deepest, darkest, blackest black vortex with nothing more than a... Bye. Just scream if you need me. And with that, Blue Boo was gone. Oh, oh I feel... Different. I feel lighter. I feel. I feel. Oh. Hello? 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 Who's out there? Um, this is um, me. Uh, who are you in, in my head now? Did, 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 did Blue Boo let you in? Or. I've been here all along, but uh, Blue Boo kept me locked up in the back. Uh, wouldn't let me speak, wouldn't let me sing, wouldn't let me anything. Okay, well, glad to think meet you. <laughs> What's your name? Happy. Hello. Oh, we're going to have a, such a happy, fun day, eh? <laughs> roll not in the head teacher's office, we're not. Oh, well, maybe things will go better for you now Blue Boo is gone, eh? And I'm here, yeah, with, with silly, ingenious, tired, energetic, and loving. <laughs> Giving everyone a cuddle. Well, there's more of you in there. Uh-huh. We are. I'm here, I'm here. Where do I go? What do I do first? Let me at it, let me at it. I just want a hug. <laughs> Hang on a second. How come I've never heard of video views before? Oh, because a Blue Bill was a lot scarier and a lot louder than all of us, right? Am I right? I'm a moten here. I'm a moten. But, uh, yeah, well, you told Blue Bill to leave, and so they had to. So, you know, you got us back now. Even though we never left. Even though we never left. But you, you get registered. I don't know. People say I'm pretty vacant. <laughs> but I'm the scariest ghost in the school, like the county, the country, even. I mean, can I still scare without Blue Boo? What say you, ingenious? Well, thank you, loving. There's a distinct possibility of 76% Boo that, no, since you've lost or mislaid Blue Boo, you won't scare a thing. Ever again. 
Oh, look, I'm going to do a secret knock on the head teacher's door that spells out your head smells. Smells too. Through mine. Marvelous, if a little silly. Well, come in. Find a place to hover and shut up. The door screamed open of its own accord, making Boo do a little ecto wee in fright, and a force unknown propelled them into the room, revealing a dark wood panelled square space smelling of polish and licorice, with a rather large blue tinged old gnarly tree growing inside by the vast oval window. The room was being warmed by a curiously fervent blue flame in a huge fireplace adorned by several sleeping stoned gargoyle faces and above the roaring fire of blue a painting of the top of the head's forehead in a gold-framed important-looking portrait hung at a very strange angle. Boo couldn't see the ceiling. Various demons and ghouls and dark fairies and vampirical creatures of all colours and sizes were all flying about the place doing goodness knows what, and for why, with whom and when. Until, that is, from behind a huge dark wooded desk, the head said, Leave us. We desire peace. There were various plinks and hisses of pink and turquoise puffs of smoke as the creatures and folks of the giant tree did as they were bid, and all the people and creatures of the paintings disappeared too. Cool, said Boo. Ah, well, if you're too cool for school, fire burn brighter, burn heighter, burn wide, and heat up this room till no cool is inside. <laughs> The curious blue flames shot up and out of the fireplace and climbed the walls, surrounding the whole room in dancing blue flame, and dancing shadows danced like no one was watching. Suffice to say, the room got hotter, the hottest it had ever been, and Boo's cheeks turned a rosy shade of pink. This must be the fire that burnt the red demon's tail, thought Boo. It is a very pretty blue firehead teacher. I love it. <laughs> this warm fire is, is making me, me feel <sighs> Thought Boo some more, out loud as if this was a podcast or something, and yawned, getting distracted from the task in hand. Good. We are alone and warm. Floaty fly up a little higher so we may converse eye to eye. Boo gently did as they were told and floated up, up, up. Boo realised that they had never really studied the head's huge, giant, friendly face before. Not this close. 
They'd always been looking for trouble in assembly and not paid any attention at all to the details. It was a very feminine, bushy-browed face with long, braided ginger beard, housing, it seemed, several crawling creatures, which Boo could also see going into and out of the giant's mouth, which was quite a scary thing to see. Boo tried not to think about it. So, tell me, tell me why you're here. The giant cocked his giant head to one side, and a slew of bats flew out of his downside ear, circled his head, and flew back in by the other ear. Oh, uh, I, 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 I think there's been a mistake. I mean, you asked me to come in darkness, no candles, which is very, very exciting, and I see why you did it, but I'm a... I'm a different ghost now to the other one before, and I, I, I got... Yes, yes, yes. You are one of the most scary ghosts this school has ever seen. Oh, thank you. Not since Scary McScareface has there been one so feared as you, and you'd certainly give the head ghoul and her demons a run for her money. I did try. But you are here because I wanted to inform you... Personally, we have a visit from the Inspooktas today, and I really, really don't want them too scared to write up the report. So, you need to, um, to, uh, shall we say, rein it in a little? The scary, just for today. So, please, do that. Um, okay. Okay? That's all you've got. Okay. Sorry, sir. No. Oh, but sir, I want to puppeteer them across the school, like you did with the visiting head from our rival school. Uh, no inclination to do that, sir, no. No. Now I think about it, it, it was funny when I got him to moonwalk. <laughs> well, it was, actually. <laughs> yes. He's been practising to do it himself since then, you know, but can't quite get the hang of it. He asked if he could come in and you could go through it with him perhaps next term. Tell him my rates are very reasonable. Ah, yes. Rates. <laughs> How ingenious. Ingenious. <laughs> right. uh, well, uh, okay. Just, um... There was a sudden knockety-knock at the door. Knockety-knock. And then two smaller knockety-knocks. Smaller knockety-knocks, eh? They were quick and urgent, and though he didn't want to be disturbed, the head shouted... Come! The head ghoul's face appeared through the door, followed by the two demons, red demon obviously flinching at the blue flames, hungrily licking the walls. Um, sorry to disturb you, head teacher, but may I speak? Speak? Uh, uh, the big darkest dark, 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 blackest black, darker than dark itself vortex has just turned... A bigger, darkest, dark, 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 bluer, blue, darker than blue itself, blue. You mean it's now a bigger, darkest, dark, 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 bluer, blue, darker than blue itself, blue vortex? Correct. And it has swallowed the whole east wing of the school. Oh dear. Even the swimming pools? Even the swimming pools. The inspectors are here having breakfast in the west wing, thank goodness, and we have so far managed for them to avoid being sucked off this mortal coil into realms of deepest blue unknown, but we did lose most of the prefects. And your five. Probably a good thing. Your fives are usually very, very naughty, but not as naughty as me. You're right. And you 
I'm not as naughty as me! Um, you're right. I was a year five once, and oh so very naughty, it's true. But neither of you, nor the whole of all of year fives ever made, will ever be as naughty as me. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but it's not a competition. And you were here to tell the head something very important, so take it on with it. Oh, narrator, do not be rude to me, or I'll... I'll make your voice sound silly. It's silly already. Yeah! You forget, demons, that I am the most powerful part of this story and can narrate anything into being. And so, at once, both red and blue demons turned into smelly Brussels sprout demon creatures. <laughs> and the head ghoul... Okay, okay, I getcha. No need to throw that kind of power around. We'll get on with it. So... Year five prefects fell in the hole, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but they were, however, putting a bunting for the year five assembly. And we have managed to start pulling some back into this realm using the ends of that. But it is taking a while due to the sticky blue goop they have to break through to get back here. Ah, this is most curious. Thank you, Head Ghoul. And, um, oh dear, I think you got a little too close to the walls there, Demon Blue. Oh, oh. I know how you feel. Anyone smell burning Brussels sprouts? Uh, I ah! do, and it smells terrible. Head ghoul, I will meet you in the forbidden corridor in an unknown time slip existing out of time and space to discuss a way forward, or sideways, or hither, or thither. It's a plot hole that never quite gets explained. You'll see what I mean in a moment. And uh, I'll see you and your demons there forthwith. And we shall deal with this unexpected... Uh, Yes, sir. Already there, sir. And the head ghoul disappears in a whoosh and a woo. Well, please see yourself through the door. I'll investigate the figure. Darkest to dark, 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 bluer, blue, darker than blue itself, blue vortex, before I have my morning bat sonar practice. A bit of, um, hunting to do with the third days. I do love a bit of a batty hunt. And with that... The head, the red-bearded, huge, 99% scary head, turned into a red-bearded, huge, 99% scary, giant bat and flew out of the window with a pop and a flap or two. As soon as the head had disappeared, the head ghoul apparated in front of Boo, making them reel backwards in shock. Get a telling off, did you? Yeah, sorting out. Or putting in your place. Not really, no. <laughs> uh, you say the deepest, darkest vortex <laughs> turned a bigger, darkest, dark, 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 bluer, blue, darker than blue itself, blue. Yep. Yeah. And it's growing. Yep. Yeah. I think I know why. And I think I know how to stop them. Them? Them. Yes, them. <laughs> Come with me. And me. Oh, but I don't want to. I need a... Oh. And with a whoosh and a small wee, Boo and Head Ghoul and her demons appeared at the edge of the bigger, darkest, dark, dark, dark blue vortex. It didn't take them long to get to the, you know, vortex, as it had now swallowed most of the school's south and north wing too. Oh dear, this looks bad. Though, I do wonder what's on the other side. The underside! The backside! Blue Boo is, said Boo, 
matter-of-factly, floating through the other school members gawking into the newly formed horizon to hover gently at the edge of the growing, you know, what it's called, vortex. Blue is in there making things worse and bluer and, oh, I need to get them back and under control. Oh, I like feeling these feelings I have now, but I can't have Blue Boo destroying everything around me for everyone else and me and... Well, I'm the only one who could stop them. I know them because they're me. Oh, they're you? Yes. Wow. So what are you, what is this you gonna do about the blue you? <laughs> this. And with that, Boo simply jumped into the gloopy blue vortex of deepest, darkest blue, accompanied by a chorus of gasps from all watching. Yes, Boo just flung themselves off the edge of the gently moving, blimmin' edge. Bravely, determinedly, unafraidedly. Yes. Whoa, 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 guess what? Yes, dear listener, we've reached the end of part one of The Ghost That Lost Their Scare. Will Boo survive their courageous leap into the deepest, darkest, bluest blue vortex of bluey doom? Will Blue Boo rule the day? Will the head ghoul be of any further use to the plot? Will the demon stop simply moaning about everything? And what will happen to ingenious, tired, silly, happy, energetic and loving? Find out. In episode two, available on the Quirky Voices Presents feed soon. You have been listening to part one of The The Ghost Ghost That Lost Lost Their Scare, Scare. an original story for Bogies and Ghoulies, season three, by Sarah Golding. 28% scary in the morning, 12% scary in the afternoon. Cast of Audio Joy was Fiona Thrale as the narrator, Kareem Crumfley as the giant, and Maeve de Brun as the head ghoul and blue and red demons. Crowd Voices and Walla are all provided by the brilliant students of St. Clement Dane School. Thank you, folks. Some glorious music is by the brilliant John Bartman. You can find his wares on johnbartman.com. Do check that out. He has music for all occasions. All other voices and incidentals are by Sarah Golding. Sound effects made by Sarah or from Creative Commons licensed sounds on freesound.org. We would love to hear your stories about Boo in the school or what happened next or what happened before. Or do send us a picture of your favourite or most scary part too quirkyvoices at gmail.com Find more quirky works on quirkyvoices at weebly.com and check our show notes for links to all involved. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to hunt down and listen to part two on the Quirky Voices Presents feed on all podcatchers. Please do subscribe, follow, share, give us a review if you like. Or if you want to support more indie quirky works, feel free to become a valued Patreon supporter, if you dare. Happy Halloween!